0: That's stamps.com. Code program.
2: Now, Michael Kingston is a lawyer from Goldeen who has often joined us on the program, especially to discuss things of a maritime nature. But this morning, he joins me to discuss the plight of his friend who has been detained in China and is desperate to get home to his wife and young family. And Michael Kingston joins me with more on this. Good morning to you, Michael.
1: Good morning, Patricia.
2: This is such a shocking story, I have to say, and I've been watching it from afar and I've been picking up on pieces uh, on his wife in particular when she's given interviews and the odd bit that's been in the paper. But there hasn't been, I think, as much focus on this story that I think that there should be. Your friend's name is Richard O'Haldren. And I suppose, firstly, start by telling me your connection to Richard and how long you've been friends and where you met and all of that
1: um well richard we were in college together in dublin um patricia in the back in the <coughs> um 1990 early 1990s um the O'Hall um, richard, um family had um earlier connections with my family in that um a lot of my uh, ancestral um family emigrated from Dunmanus in, in in north of dolane in west Dunmanus bay to work on in in East London and the O'Hall uh, the Fitzgeralds were also there at that time um and then the families knew each other there and then returned to Ireland um my family to to County Cork and and the Fitzgeralds um to Dublin and um sort of we rekindled a relationship years later when I was in college in Dublin um and Richard was um also in college at the at the same time in the 1990s,
2: and it's a strong friendship because you have the honour of being godfather to one of his children.
1: And that's right, his son Ben is um, is is my um, godson, and um, at the moment, you know, obviously they're going through a terrible ordeal because um, he has been in China for two years. I mean, not two days or two weeks or two months, but detained in China for two years, which is staggering. And um, and I mean, I'll probably discuss some further details with you in a minute, but also he's no ordinary family. And that's not to say that, you know, we as a nation should stand up for every individual um, abroad, as we did at the beginning of the COVID pandemic when we brought all individuals back that were caught in Latin America and all over the world. Richard's um, uh, mother is the niece of the former shop of Ireland, Garrett Fitzgerald, wow. and he's the great grandson of Desmond Fitzgerald, the founder of the, of the, one of the founders of the Irish nation who fought in 1916, and so for him to be um, detained in China for two years is, is pretty it's, staggering. It's
2: shocking, it's shocking and, and as I said earlier when, when I teed up that you would be coming on the programme, he, he's one of our own. We need to be looking after this man and we need to get him back home. Can you outline why Richard was detained in China and it's since March of 2019 so it's coming up to uh, the second anniversary of his, of his detention. Can you just explain the background to it?
1: Well, I mean, it's, it, it boils down to um, it boils down to um, commercial um, funding for an aeroplane. Um, so um, he works for Cal's um, Ireland Limited, which is a subsidiary of a Chinese um, aviation company, um, who, are, who who? Are 80% of the world's aviation, um, believe it or not, is actually registered in Dublin because of our um, corporation tax regime and, and we've built up a massive capability in that area so a lot of the world's um, airlines have a base in Ireland, um, a subsidiary, so he was asked to run Cal's Ireland as director um, and prior to his um, involvement in the company, the owners in China had raised funds through crowdfunding from from the public and um, after he became director, the chinese decided to clamp down on on crowdfunding for corporations and it was retrospectively deemed to be illegal and so the owner in china was um was questioned and um and and then criminal proceedings were brought against him and richard um was caught up in the middle of it, and perhaps in hindsight, um, he shouldn't have. But went to.
2: He went um, to try to sort it out
1: in good faith. Yeah, and, and 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 they detained him, and he gave evidence in in the in was asked to give evidence, and the prosecutor. There's no charges against him for any any wrongdoing. He always acted um, in accordance with um with Irish corporate corporate law in the running of of the arm of the company in 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 Ireland um the prosecutor said that he should be free to return to Ireland but the judge um is holding him and demanding that that the the plane that they're running under this company be um handed over and they can't he can't do that because there's a there's a mortgage on it um and it is um it's leased to thin air and he can't just willy nilly in contravention of normal legal process hand the hand the plane over um, to the Chinese. And, and, there,
2: and therefore he's caught up in, in the middle of it. He's got a, a wife and it's four young children, isn't it, back here in Ireland, Michael?
1: Correct. So he's being held to ransom. And so this has now gone on for, for, for two years. So, I mean basically it's it's a breach of his he's been detained in a foreign country and it's a fundamental breach of his um of his human of his human rights so um the chinese are arguing that he can hand this plane over he can't that's the the legal position he simply can't do that and and um and what i've done is um used whatever influence i may have with some of the international bodies that i work with in, in 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 every effort that I can, for what it's worth, um, um, leverage with the Chinese ambassador in Ireland, citing you know our respect for China and so on in, in a diplomatic way, without going into the ins and outs of, of the the, the legalities yeah. surrounding the airplanes, asking on the basis of humanity that um, that I be given. Uh, um, Passage to China to to help Richard um, because the sort big, these issues the, out. The
2: other major issue here, uh, Michael, that we haven't touched on is Richard has health issues.
1: Yes, he suffers from um, from um, a weakness of the lungs and a serious condition called alpha on antitrypsin, um, which which gives. Um, triggers severe asthma and and um you know his lungs effectively he had two major operations when we were in college back in the nineteen nineties on his lungs and he, he um you know he looks fit and healthy but that's a massive underlying condition and of course we all we all remember the fear um this time last year in the onset of the of the um COVID-19 pandemic and looking on the television at the China. Scary situation yeah. in China and there Richard was sort of a year in at that stage um, holed up in a, in a hotel room in fear of his life that he was going to catch COVID-19 so he's had to endure all of all of that as well and in,
2: From um, a mental health point of view, how is he doing?
1: Well, to be honest with you not very well. Um, he's turned a corner and strengthened a bit of late, but he was in a de- desperate situation. You know, around the time when I um, wrote to the Chinese ambassador last June, and um, he, he, but he's he 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 was not in was not in a in in a good state, and and you know it was very difficult for him to to watch, um, frankly. Um, Aer Lingus planes bringing PPE equipment in from China um, to great applaud and the Irish Taoiseach on the phone to the President of China in a sort of big PR exercise surrounding all of that and no word about his own circumstances. And the
2: Irish government are aware of Richard's case?
1: Yes they are and um, the latest position is that um, um, Michael McDowell has threatened to open up a big debate in the door sorry in the Shannon but he's been told to hold back by the Minister for Foreign Affairs Simon Coveney um, because Simon Coveney has indicated that there are discussions at a delicate stage Um, what we've heard over month after month is that there's consular assistance being provided but you know it hasn't got anywhere so Michael McDowell, in good faith, um, has put that debate back by, t- by um, two weeks. That happened on, 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 on Monday. Um, but, you know, there, there better be a result between that um, now and then because, you know, it's a, it's, it's a very dangerous um, situation and, and Richard's
2: and you, um, you, well-being
1: can't hold out forever.
2: You have got, you've written to the ambassador in Ireland because you want to go to Shanghai
1: yes and so in in um i've taken richard has lawyers working on this in dublin and they've they've an and a team of advisors and a very legalistic approach has been employed regarding surrounding the aeroplane and and his technical legal position but i have intervened on behalf of his family on a humanitarian basis. I've been very respectful to the Chinese by saying that I'm not going to get into the ins and outs and the rights and wrongs of what's going on, but on a humanitarian basis and in light of international humanitarian um, law and on behalf of his family, who have, his elderly mother is not obviously not able to go and his wife can't because she's looking after her four children. On behalf of the family, I have requested passage to be with him to help sort, sort the situation out um, and I originally wrote last, uh, last June, I didn't receive a response I chased that up um, before Christmas and again uh, last week, and which you're aware of and now I've actually, I'm in engagement now with the Chinese Embassy, I'm due to have a telephone call with them today and we'll see where we get to. Because you need, is
2: it, it's a visa, is not it? You need a visa to travel there?
1: Yes, and yeah. I need um, a letter of invitation from the People's Republic of of uh, representatives of, uh, of of Shanghai. But I mean, the purpose of the the last thing I want to do, and I'm sure everyone um, will will understand that, is to have to travel to China. Mm-hmm. But if I have to, I will. But it's helping to leverage pressure at this moment in time and highlight the humanitarian aspects of which I work on on other issues internationally to let the Chinese ambassador know that, you know, we in Ireland understand humanitarian law and that we we are prepared to stand up for our fellow uh, citizens. So it's helping to exert pressure at this moment in time. So hopefully... I won't have to travel to Shanghai okay. but and if I on, do have to travel I will.
2: And uh primetime have have got an interview with Richard it's it's it'll be the first time that Richard gets the opportunity to address the Irish people it's it's on tonight. Yes,
1: I saw You're, that earlier yeah. today so we'll wait to see um we wait to see, um, you know, what, what happens. But I mean, either way, whether there are legalities involved or not, you know, the nation should be stepping in. And it's not unusual to give a letter of guarantee to the Chinese um, that, you know, or, or even a bond for the value of, of, of the airplane while the issues are sorted out with Richard back here in Ireland yeah. we can bring bring back. People allegedly involved in ISIS from uh, Jordan and, 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 the, and the Middle East and people from all over, uh, all over the world. And, you know, it's not rocket science from a government point of view to be able to step in and, and bring an Irish citizen home to his family who, who has, in fact, done nothing wrong.
2: Tough on the children because they're, they're too young probably to even fully understand what's going on.
1: Uh, it's very tough on the children. I mean, you know, everyone listening, if they can imagine that their father walked out the door in the morning and, you know, they don't see him for two years and their mother having to explain that to them, his his um, youngest daughter, you know, sleeps with a picture of him at night. And, you know, it's been... I mean, when this went on for two months, it was tough. Uh, and and then sort of it turned into six months and then 12 months. And here we are two years later. So, you know, incredible. Ireland, it's incredible. also, Patricia, it's important to remember that we made a big fanfare about becoming um, a member of the Security Council of the United Nations, which was granted to Ireland um, back in September, I think it was, or October. Um, which is basically the sort of overseer of of what's going on in the world. It's looking at things like in uh, Myanmar at the moment and the coup that's going on there and And so we're at the top table of um, keeping an eye on humanitarian issues. But, you know, we need to get our own house in order.
2: I know. And I know one of the things that uh, Richard speaks about in the interview tonight, he talks about, you know, how difficult it is to explain to uh, a little five-year-old girl who's now seven that daddy's not coming home for your birthday, your communion, your confirmation, is not coming home for Christmas. It's it's, it's a dreadful situation. Okay, listen, Michael, we'll stay in contact with you on this one. But in the meantime, thank you for that and thanks for joining us on the programme and good luck with your endeavors. And Thank thanks. You, thanks Take for joining care. us. So bye Thank bye. You. Bye bye. That bye bye. is uh, Michael Kingston, uh, a maritime lawyer in Golein. 1850 333 John Paul taking your calls. You can text her WhatsApp 0862 103
0: 103. Cork today on C103 with John Cusack Insurances Kinsale, now part of McCarthy Insurance Group. They don't just talk the talk, they walk the walk. cmig.ie